Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's special anniversary episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. Gosh, you guys, it's been two years. Today is the second anniversary of the release date of the Rural Woman Podcast. Back in 2019, March 22nd, I hit publish on my very first episode of the show. Seems like a lifetime ago. Honestly, it really does. And uh, I'm trying not to be extremely nostalgic or too misty or any of the things, but I just wanted to pop on here quickly today and say thank you so much for all of your support for the last two years. We have reached the 200,000 download mark of the show, which absolutely blows my mind. I am appreciative of each and every listener and every single download that I have received over the last two years of the podcast. I have had the opportunity to interview so many incredible women, and we are quickly approaching the 100th episode of the show, which I'm going to try and save all of my mistiness and nostalgia for that specific episode because we have some exciting things happening for the 100th episode, including a rebrand of the show, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and there's some great things that are going to be happening, but I honestly can't believe all of the incredible stories that I've had the privilege of sharing on the Rural Woman podcast, and I get to continue to do that. So I do have a special episode that is being released today for the patrons of the Rural Woman podcast at the $10 tier or higher. I had a chance to sit down with my friend, Billy J. Miller. Billy was one of my very first episodes all the way back on episode three. Billy is an author, a photographer, speaker, and a writer from East Central Alberta. Our stories are very similar. She was previously a city living nine to five government worker and met and fell in love with a farmer and moved to their hundred year old prairie farm. Billy is an incredible author who has shared the stories of farm wives. In her two books, Farm Wives in Profile and Farm Wives 2, an inspiring look at the lives of the new Canadian farm wives. These books are on my nightstand at all times. They are the stories of women in agriculture. And like I said, all the way back in episode three, I drew inspiration from Billy in sharing the stories of women in agriculture. And one of the reasons I started this whole podcast was because there wasn't a podcast available to listen to that was celebrating women in agriculture. We talked about our stories, but we weren't celebrating them. So the premise of the Rural Woman podcast came from women like Billy who want to share and celebrate the stories of women in agriculture. Billy has also recently published a new book with her daughters, Bubbles Took a Trip. It's a mostly true tale about the adventures of a dog on the Canadian prairies. It is the cutest book. I I grabbed a couple copies for my nephews and my niece. I wanted to chat with Billy all about the process of writing this book with her daughters throughout the pandemic. That was our initial intent for our interview was to talk all about her new book, which we did. Uh, but we ended up having a meaningful conversation about Billy's recent farmhouse renovation 
and what it's like to be an in-law in a multi-generational farmhouse that uh, we kind of kicked off our interview with. So I'm going to play a clip from that now for you so you can take a listen and hear what we had to say about being a in-law in a multi-generational farmhouse. Well, and I think there's a lot of people and, you know, myself included, I think coming into a farming family and a farming legacy, like you kind of, for me anyways, it's like, am I going to be stepping on toes if I'm, you know, putting my own like taste into the home and all of that kind of stuff. So that's something that I've eventually worked into like four years of marriage. It's more looking like what I believe that our home should look like versus what my mother-in-laws look like or her mother-in-laws look like right so it's always a delicate dance I I absolutely under yeah I definitely feel that too you don't feel like you know when it that was kind of something I think I maybe touched on in farmwise too too um as well but it's absolutely like you don't walk into a fully established yard like granted it wasn't Dean's parents who had lived here like Dean was raised here, it was his grandparents and then was his kind of thing. But um, it would have been even harder if my in-laws lived here. I'm sure it would have, like it just wouldn't have felt like mine. But right. to be honest, even still, um, it didn't feel like mine right away, not even close. Like, And to be honest, the house, I think, even didn't until now. Until now, I know, okay, we built it. We designed this house with our family and no one else's in mind, you know? Right. And um, now, yes, 100%, it feels like home. Um, it, it didn't happen right away. It was a slow build up. It was, um, yeah, it doesn't happen right away. But And, and everyone's, you know, choosing situation is different in farm life too, right? So right. it just depends. Not everyone has the ability to build from scratch on their own piece of land or whatever. Like, it's just all, you know, as well as I do, it's all very unique kind of circumstances, right? So, but it definitely, I'd say it probably took about 10 years. It took us building this house before it felt like home officially. Right. Well, and I think that's so important to touch on because I know there are so many women out there like us who marry into these situations and it can be uncomfortable and like it can not feel like home. And to know that it's not going to feel that way right away, but to, you know, not Mm -hmm. give up and, you know, just keep fighting the good fight and realize that eventually one day this will feel absolutely like your home, whether that's when you bring your kids home or if you're able to do a renovation. Hell, even if you're able to paint a wall a different color, like that kind of just the slow process of coming into this versus like thinking, you know, I'm going to move here and I'm going to change everything because let me tell you, Mm -hmm. I had that uh, mentality for Uh, probably about a year. I was like, we need to change this and we need to change this. And then it wasn't really until I realized like, this is still my husband's home that he grew up in and like coming in and changing absolutely everything is not going to make anybody feel more comfortable. So, you know, right. Tapping the brakes. (laughs) Yeah. I think it is a good thing to touch on too. And I think it's something that a conversation that that will often organically happen because Everyone is from, you know, different circumstances, but a lot of the themes do happen again and again and again. And and absolutely, like I, I often think about how, you know, Dean's grandma maybe would have felt when she moved here with her granddad, 
with her husband, right? right? Dean's grandma and granddad, how she would have felt because that would have been the situation where, yeah, he would have been raised here his whole life. And, you know, he would have had parents who were very closely involved, that kind of a thing, how that would have felt. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed that special sneak peek of the clip of the patron-only episode. The full episode is available for the patrons of the Rural Woman podcast at the $10 tier or higher. I have left the link in the show notes so you can learn more about becoming a patron of the Rural Woman podcast. Speaking of patrons, I would like to say a special hello to our newest patron of the podcast, Caitlin N. Thank you so much for joining the patron gang, and I hope you are enjoying all of the perks and benefits of being a patron, which include ad-free listening and special episodes just like this one. I want to take this time to say a special thank you to all of the patrons, current and previous, of the Rural Woman podcast. I honestly couldn't do it without your support. Podcasts are free to listen to, but they are definitely not free to produce and to publish each and every week. So financial support like yours is much appreciated and much needed to keep content like this coming through your earbuds each and every week. Now, if you're interested in listening to the full episode with Billy J. Miller, but don't necessarily want to become a patron, there is the option now to purchase a one-time download of this episode. So you can head to today's show notes and purchase your download through there. I will be making the draw for the two-year anniversary giveaway tomorrow, March 23rd, and I will be announcing the winner on Instagram. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And I will announce the winner on on the next episode of the Rural Woman podcast so everyone can celebrate with the winner. You still have until midnight tonight on March 22nd, 2021 to enter the second year anniversary giveaway. So to enter, take a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to right now and throw it up on the socials. You can tag me at Wildrose Farmer and use the hashtag the Rural Woman podcast. Thank you all again so much for your continued support of the Rural Woman podcast. Here's to two years and many, many more.